Check, check, check. One, two, one to the two, one to the two, 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 two. Hey, right. Scotty, what's up? I'm coming back. Oh, got a toot. Hold on. The audio fun bag is brought to you by your business name right here. Seriously, it could all be yours. And now, we kick it. You make noises when you sit. Now I do. When you typically yeah. no, but you have a med- but you have a medical procedure going on right now. We'll get into that in a moment. No. Uh, episode eleven of the audio fun bag. Please subscribe and quit being Kincaid. Quit. Give us a rating. No, I remember you're the one who tells me quit hey, keeping track of this stuff. Get off of the uh, start. This right at the top, dude. I'm the one who actually has to put in every single time. Season 1, episode 11. Because the system asked me to do it. So when we get to episode 52... Then I'm not... No. Then do we go to season 2? It's going to be like Fortnite. Eventually I'm going to be like, now it's season 2. But when oh, do just we... randomly out of nowhere. Yeah, out of nowhere. When do we call it season two, though? You're going to put a big eclipse up, and no one will know what the hell is going on. It'd be like, something big must be coming. Isn't oh. that what your dumb Fortnite did? Yeah, it's season two coming. Yeah. Yeah, season, I guess it's chapter whatever season two has started in this version. I've played a little bit. I put my mic higher. Well, you look good. No, 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 no. Sounds good. My level higher. Oh, you did. Yeah, so I'm going to dominate you in this one. You sound fine. It's always typical from that standpoint. Uh, So let's start right here as you and I. (sighs) There it is, the official show sheet. Look at that. Look. This time I have three things written down for this show. <laughs> Let me start by saying in the final segment, which we always try and deliver some sort of audio treat for you, I went back in the archives, and if you haven't noticed, or maybe you're scoring at home, I don't know. I, I hope you're paying attention this closely. So we started working from the back to the front in terms of every single audio fun bag we've ever done. That's how I normally do it, back to the front. I trunk know. to the skunk. From the trunk to the skunk. And so right now we're in the fall of 2015 is where the audio is coming from for this show. Which, by the way, there's a there's a gap here. There's yeah. a strike year. There's like, a strike year. Remember 93 there is, or 94, there is no World Series champ? There's like a 2017 <laughs> season that really didn't happen. <laughs> it has an asterisk it just, next it. It just went away for a little while. You wonder and then, why. And we had a player strike, and then it came back. It was amazing how and, that worked. And now you can only get it on podcast form. Yeah, that's kind of how it is. <laughs> Thanks, Steak. Th- th- these are very valuable. <laughs> <laughs> if there's such a thing as... Audio that can be valuable because it's rare. This is the audio fun bag. So we got into September of 2015, and you're going to hear the first appearance of, oh my God, did you hear what's happening on that Buck and Chuck show? Because that was the first year when they started doing the college football show together. We'll get into this later. Just to let the audience know, I produced Buck's show for 10 years, his Saturday show. This has gone on for a long time. I'm not talking about the show. The show's gone on longer than me. These strange interactions with human beings. We've had Chip Towers, who was on the show for years. We had Steve West, who was on the show for years. Long before Chuck, we had Matt Stinchcomb, who was on the show for years. We had Jim Donnan. These strange interactions would occur, and thank God we finally came up with a segment where they could be highlighted and enjoyed by everybody who might not be up at 7 in the morning. So that'll be the third segment of this podcast, but let's start right here as guy out of Cleveland, Tony Grossi, is in trouble. He got suspended from his radio station for something. He didn't even do it on the air. It's just that an open mic and a stream they had from the NFL Scouting Combine 
caught him referring to Baker Mayfield, the quarterback uh, with the Cleveland Browns, as an effing. And here's the part that's so horrible. <laughs> I, I like I like that you edit the effing part. Are you gonna edit the next word too? I guess I have to no, now that we've say fucking it. we have established that that is a term that little people do not care for. So in respect to what little people care for, fine. But there's so many things that I find weird about this deal. Because then I started going like, well, I mean, there's such a thing as like midget cars as far as like the smaller race cars. Are like, car like, so so we, yes. do we change that? Um, there's so many things that we start by using the M word, which I think there's also a point. And again, I, I, I don't know any little people. So it's kind of a problem where I can't go and ask him. It's like, hey, so what do you think about this? So we had to go to an article to find out what matters here. Because I've asked all my black friends about using the N-word around them. And, and all of them say the same thing. Yeah, not you. <laughs> so, like, I, like Ice Cold Stew. We were joking around one night in my house. It was like, what, one in the morning? Mm-hmm. There was like seven or eight of us who were all over playing poker. We're all drunk. There's no chance in hell he remembers this conversation, and, by the way. Oh, Stew was all over the place. And so he starts telling us about this, this, and I use this with my friends, and this, and this, and this. And I go... Well, what about if Hoyt said it? He goes, oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) So immediately it was like, we've established the rules. So in this case, I'm just establishing that, and it starts with this article, the five things that you should never say or do to a little person. And this is from health.com? Health.com. Because they are where I go when I want my information on little people, I immediately go to... I have to find out at (laughs) health.com. So the first thing it says, and Tony Grossi would have probably benefited from this, an off-mic conversation that got picked up by a microphone. Sorry, dude. Don't use the M word. That's number one. Mini? It goes on. Some prefer the term little person, while others would rather use the word dwarf. But both are generally considered inoffensive. Dwarf seems worse than the M word. I don't care for dwarf either. Dwarf makes it, it seem it like you're like some, a deformity almost. Well, I mean, it is known as dwarfism. So that is a medical term. The other one is not a medical term. It's a reference to something being smaller than normal. I'm going to get you to say it before we're off the air. I'm trying not to be offensive, but it does say the one word you should never, ever use is the M word. Tiny people? As Jonathan mentions in the video, he had something to say, it's offensive and inaccurate. The word actually traces back to the days of sideshows in the 1800s. So that's why any person who's a little person would rather prefer dwarf, but dwarf... To me, dwarf, like you should have an axe and you're like in a mythical world. It feels weird. That is I think a good I'd, call, I'd actually. rather say little person. A warlock. I'm, yeah, I'm much more... <laughs> pygmy. I'm much more comfortable with little person. What about mini-me? Because that was just the joke in Austin Powers. It was mini-me. And by the way, Vern Troyer, rest in peace. But he made a ton of money off that. I being will, mocked. I will tell you a story and it fits into number two here. Number two says, don't treat little people like objects <laughs> don't throw them <laughs> which is wolf of wall street <laughs> so throwing guys don't throw it them says people tend to forget that dwarfs are you know actual human beings two people might be near a dwarf and make comments within hearing distance as if looking at an animal at a zoo arnold says you should also be mindful of how you address a person with dwarfism see that is the technical term don't look in their eyes Say you're at a business lunch. You probably wouldn't appreciate it if your client asked your colleague what you'd like to order rather than asking you directly. So here's the weird part. I'm so tired of PC. I know. I am too. It, but All right. They, all right they, they play, I'm sorry. The, the, the PC police play the game, and then they force us to say sorry. I remember I, 
I've only had to apologize on air for one thing. Yeah, you did. And I had to give a public apology for making a joke towards... Uh, is there a, a name for it? A, tr- a, tr- a, a trachy, whatever it is when somebody has had <laughs> you an issue. called it a cancer kazoo. I didn't expect you to actually say it again. <laughs> and I didn't, so... I can't wait for you to issue that apology. On the podcast? So in next week episode, Jim's going to make me air an apology. Somebody's going to apologize. Po- you're going to have to apologize uh, for your statement here, you made, your I'm insensitive sorry. comment. If you're upset by it, stop listening. So how about this? Uh, when we were, I was working over at the Ticket in Dallas, and Vern Troyer at that time was doing a lot of different radio stations in, it was either for Austin Powers 2 or 3. And one of the hosts, because he came into the studio, he was having trouble with his chair actually grabbed him for a second and helped him out and put him in the chair and he was pissed he was so pissed and that's where i knew i learned very quickly a little person uh you ask him hey do you, would you like some assistance or anything? you don't just grab them and pick them up don't get a stool for them let them you ask them if they need a stool uh let's see don't assume all dwarfs are the same because let's go back like the original remember peter dinklage before he was in I almost said Lord of the Rings. Game of Thrones. Yes, Game of Thrones. He was an elf. Yes, he plays the, a very and, funny character in Elf. And, and it's, don't call me elf one more time and I'll come over there and basically kick your ass. But he's playing the role of, you're making fun of me, we're all having a good laugh at me. Like, like, And that's fine. Why is that fine in the movie and not in real world? Because if you were to look at how the, the standards have changed. It's a kid's movie. The kids are laughing I at know. it. I told you, I watched Nutty Professor. <laughs> from like 20 some years ago that had a PG-13 rating and the amount of N-bombs and I can see my dick I can see my dick <laughs> and I'm watching this with like at the time my 8 year old and first off she thought that was hilarious the other part is like I am the worst parent ever because I didn't think about any of that stuff but what was fine PG-13 20-25 years ago is no longer PG-13 now let's go back to something your daughter found the n-word hilarious no she didn't find that part hilarious like she didn't under, she didn't understand <laughs> okay. she, she didn't under first off she didn't understand the comedy between Dave Chappelle and Eddie Murphy going back and forth <laughs> to one another she just thought here are these two guys that are yelling at one another she didn't have any idea but she did understand the guy suddenly got skinny and he could because he looks down his I pants. Can see my D. And at that point, that's what it was. Don't take pictures without asking. That seems to go there. Wait, um, no, no, no. Wait, why, how does that go there? Because that's, you shouldn't take pictures of anybody without asking. That's my point. So why does there have to be a rule? You shouldn't take pictures of anybody without asking. You're right. It so applies to everyone. Be, that but, shouldn't be a rule just for but what's pygmies. Un, but what's unfortunate is that. I think that there's more outside of like hot women on the street, which you don't want to be the creeper who's like, I'm going to take her picture. No, you act like you're taking your picture, but really you're taking the shot over their shoulder so you can get the hot woman in the background. I still think that as a picture that you just want to say, look, I have a little person working in my office. You might be de- you might be tempted to send that to somebody you don't need to. It's inappropriate. That's just a life lesson, though. Don't take pictures of people you don't know. It also, and this applies to everyone as That's well. That's creepy. The last thing, don't shout things at them. <laughs> Jonathan's secret camera recorded strangers yelling <laughs> short stuff. Don't shout things at them. You shouldn't. Freak! <laughs> you shouldn't. What are you shouting? At? But these are rules for life. Yes, you shouldn't be catcalling at women <laughs> and just screaming at them. You, this is not a rule no, for a little person. It's not. It's not something you just apply to one person. 
tall people. Hey, is it raining up there? It's like, no, just, dude, let it go. Leave it alone. So Tony Grossi should have known the rules. Clearly, he should have read health.com beforehand. I can't get, uh, okay. I Can I can I also tell you what we need to be, I don't know if we need to be congratulated. I, I know we don't need to, need to be awarded. And by the way, like. Are we getting an award? Movie, movie actors uh, and the TV news industry. No one slaps themselves on the back more with phony awards and things like that. Than for these having two. an Emmy. Yeah. Hey, I wanted to recognize you for this so that you can claim your Emmy nominated or Emmy awarded. You and I are never going to get an Emmy. That's just how that's going to be. No. Um, but I think we do need some sort of accolade for recognizing months, at least a month ago. Hey, man, this coronavirus, we had, we had the right name for it. We told the world about it because the only people that keep up on a, on a daily basis with stuff in Asia, porn and disease and viruses are you and I. This is eventually like... There is a high probability this is what takes us all down. Yeah, what are you talking about? As I chew my ice. First off, you got like a half a percent fatality rate. This is what this is. is we're going to be in episode forty-seven, and we're both going to have masks on, and our wives will be dead. Oh, this is going to show up, <laughs> and, and I'm going to replay this for you at the time. You're going to say, and, "See, I, <laughs> yeah, I told you so. I told you I was going to do this." And we were the first ones on it because we were making fun of some pig disease. We've done we've done eleven episodes. I think we've spent seven talking about the coronavirus and trying to inform people out there. We just said that it is key to don't eat bats. Stop eating bats. Yes, don't eat number animals. One. Have you heard the the, the newest theory that no. it's just a weaponized uh, system that got out of a government facility? Now that's doomsday stuff. That's the whoa. Did the Chinese really let this go on their own people to like there were a billion of them and they wanted to just kind of because okay, I'm about to step out of my bounds into areas I don't know. All right, I love it. This is like daily for you, actually. Didn't, didn't oh, I'm going to make something up probably. Didn't they used to give you a, a financial incentive if you only had one child because they were trying to narrow down their population? Well, it was a communist country, and yes, the idea was that family planning was assisted by the government. So I, I don't know if it was ever as ex extreme as you can only have this many of this or else we'll kill them, but it was always set up to where – this is ideal because this is the only way we can get everybody fed. Because you would be frowned upon over there. Because you impregnate just about everything you came in contact to. Uh, if, Which is that, why you mean, had to, you know, I had to. Vasectomy was necessary because at two, had I gone to three or four, oh my God, what would happen then? You, you talk about this. You're headed for three. Your wife is going to be like, I want a daughter so bad. Because you have two boys. She's going to be like, I always wanted a little girl that I could play dress up with and take her shopping and so I can have a coffee with. And you're going to get her pregnant again, and it's going to be another baby boy. And then before you know it, you're going to be on number four. And I'll just have a damn basketball team at that point. Yeah, exactly. Of going to have a team of, of boys. Short, redheaded children that aren't athletic at all. Here, <laughs> here's what women don't understand. If you want a kid, as long as everything's working down there properly, you ain't got to talk to your husband about it. Like... Just put on something, and hey, it's probably going to happen. Yeah, like I we, kind of we agree with you there. put too much thought into it, like, oh, we got a plan. Am I off? And granted, there are certain people in situations that, hey. Yeah, sometimes people have a, a more difficulty in terms of getting pregnant. But if you're one of those people that can get pregnant in a snap of a finger, you know what? All you got to do is put something. 
All you got to do is turn on Cinemax, and it's probably going to happen. We would refer to them as fertile myrtles, yes. Uh, it, it's going to happen pretty quickly, and then the ball gets rolling pretty fast. Do you ever watch a lot of softcore porn? Uh, back in college, yes, from the standpoint of only one person had a videotape. I remember it would make its rounds around the the dudes Ours- we, in, in the baseball dorm, and everything else was the, oh, hey, it's a squiggly line softcore stuff that you could kind of see through. So ours was Dirty Laundry. That was an actual straight-up porn that like six of us traded. It was a VHS. That yeah, was, you traded around. It was Dennis's dad's that he found, stole it from his dad, because what's your dad going to do? Call you out, hey, did you take my porn? Did you take my favorite porno? <laughs> so That thing's a gonzo tape. You can get it back to me right now. <laughs> we all just handed it around, but is that something people still trade? No, I guess no not. way. No way. It's like what we talked about. Kids don't have stashes anymore, and so they certainly aren't trading videotapes uh, like they once did. I remember th- when I was in college, the uh, you knew you had kind of made it as a, hey, I've got my own place, if you had a DVD player, and then you knew you made it as a sophomore, junior, senior in, in college if, yeah, and now I have DVD porn. <laughs> Did you ever have the DVD porn that you could change the angle on? I thought it was the coolest thing. I thought feature. it was the coolest thing, no. I thought they, it was I the, coolest the coolest thing they like, ever had. Oh, like, man, he must be so rich. I can be from over here now. Oh, oh wait, I want to wow. walk from the corner. Yeah, it was no. the dumbest thing I've ever seen, but I was like, wow, what a neat feature. That would have been pretty cool. All right, coming up next, we'll talk a little bit of NFL Combine and what Hoyt and I could get done. That's uh, next on the Audio Fun Bag Chapter 11. When do we talk about your butt? It's now time for a classic Audio Fun Bag moment. Brought to you by Brian Hoyt and Carlos Medina. Aren't you going through a divorce or something? You told me to bring it up. We've all worked around Chris long enough to know that sometimes he'll make a statement to a guest and that guest will jump right into that statement and take it from there. Some guests don't always do that. That was Chip Towers who decided that, what are you saying? The score does come into play in a game like that. We can all say that out loud. If that's a one-touchdown game, I'm assuming they're waiting to, to finish out that a two-touchdown game, waiting to finish out that game. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that's happened to all of us, though, right? I mean, sometimes... I like, how, I like how Chip started, though. At first, he was like, yeah, what? That's a what are you talking problem, about? I think, honestly. You think it was Towers? Yeah, that was pretty clear what he was... Was it? Tell me. I think. Talking about the Louisiana Monroe game. What about it? That it ended early. And because it was such a spread out... Los, is that that true? There was no real question in there. (laughs) was the thing. Yeah. I I didn't even hear the interview, and I assume if you're talking to Chip Towers, it's about Georgia football. Well, yeah. And if you're talking about Georgia football with that question, it's probably that the game was a blowout, so Mark Rick was like, yeah, we'll call it off. Yeah. What are you talking about? What What are you you talking about? Welcome back. It's Audio Fun Bag, Chapter 11. Close toy. Subscribe. Rate us. We're back to suggesting you give us five-star ratings at this point. Yeah, because, we were uh, we were incorrect. You were trying to recruit uh, like Idaho State, and I wanted to recruit like Georgia, and you won out for a couple weeks with one-stars. Yeah, I was the Jeff Collins shoot with the Kirby Smart of this thing. And Jeff Collins did really well from that. I know you're taking a I shot, know, and that's fine. I know. 25's really well. Reel it back in from that standpoint. I'd like to hang out in the 25. Uh, coming up in about five minutes, we'll talk about my butt. Um, NFL Combine. <laughs> That's the greatest tease in the history of teases. NFL Combine. <laughs> I'm so going to play that as a drop later. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I told you, this is the tree of trust. You can't use anything from that here. That sucks. So this is all getting cranked up here, and you and I who love prize picks, I- I'm now starting to put together my plays for that, who's going to run fast, who's going to do things along those lines. But I started to think about it. Kincaid had brought it up. What... 
competitions? What things could we actually take part in? And what could we actually get done where we could get social media or, and Caitlin, the social media temptress to take part in if we wanted to do? Because I, I wonder who would be the best at, let's say, Finneran. benching it. Well, but Finneran has long arms. Oh, that's so true. So benching at 225 bench, is different. All right, that's and remember, too. Ben Zeno, because he's got those short little squatty things. Yes, he does. He has the little, the little um, pygmy nubs. I almost said the other word. Um, he has the pygmy nubs, but remember, he just had surgery. So hes I don't know if he's allowed to lift that way yet. So maybe Hudson? Maybe? Uh, My shoulder's destroyed. I, I can't do any of that sort of stuff anymore. Buck's got the kind of chest. Because if yeah. you remember going back to you, you high school. Bounce. Exactly. And you could bounce that bar right off your chest. It was the guys with the tiny arms. They could all. They would always hold the bench record because they just pop it up. That's why you don't see offensive linemen doing the greatest job because those long, long ass arms. arms, that long reach, you got to keep going. Same thing with squats. The guys with the squattiest legs, like the tiniest, they didn't have to go up any, so they went up like that. So I, my money may be on Buck or Zeno. He can still pop it off his chest. Nerny. Nerny might not be a bad call. Nerny's a good call. Nerny still has the sweet bird of youth on his side. Oh, and rage. And rage. But I wonder, because obviously he's coaching, but I don't know how much work he's having to do with those guys. Are we leaving out Cellini? Are we forgetting that one? I just don't... I don't think Nick lifts heavy like that anymore. But if he does, then probably. Back in the day, it would have been him or Domino, just because they were both into the, let me see how big I can make my chest. Oh. We could do a shuttle run. We could do a 40. We could do a 40. We would do the 40 out on the turf, out here in the battery. That I think I would have a legit chance of winning. You can do a standing broad. You can do standing a high broad. jump. Well, there's no high jump. This is not the Olympics. I mean, you have the vertical. Not leap. a high jump. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. <laughs> and you go over the bar. Fosbury flop this bad boy. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna jump over the fountain. No, they do a vertical leap, but I don't know where we would get the the equipment for the vertical leap because if you've ever seen it, it's the tabs. Yeah, so we could just have straws. No, we would need an no, actual you thing. You can make with, this. With, you can make it. Or you can get a sticker, like when guys jump on the backboard and stick it, and you can see how high you stick your sticker, and then you measure it off that. I have come up with a brilliant way to do this. So if we could do the vertical leap, Don't we could do we could do the shuttle, we could definitely do the forty. Which there's a part of me that also says Joe Ham might have some some zip still in those legs and might blow us all away. Like he might still be able to break five flat. They don't do this at the combine. Can we do bull in a circle? No. No, I don't want to. I don't want to hit anything. Oh, okay. I don't want to hit anybody either. King of the Ring. I've got, I got butt problems. Yeah. So, I, I want to be able to do uh, some of this competition and see who is the top combine guys at the at the station. Before we get into Uranus, didn't you have a study on kids and things that kids are getting into or not getting into nowadays? So the idea has been that for years we can edit out while you pull it up. I guess you're right. We can just tighten this up so you can say whatever you can say. Finally now. Why do you make me have to go back and edit more stuff than I really want to? You're just making me have to do actual more stuff around here. So the study that was out there basically listed all of the things that kids used to be involved in and how they've changed over the years. Drugs, alcohol, sex. Right. So, for instance, one of the things that they would talk about and they would track was, okay, the amount of kids that were smoking 20 years ago. 20. And, it, and it points out cigarettes. It doesn't say... Vaping? Vaping. Uh, 20 years ago. This is high school kids? Yeah, this was ever... Tr- the an- The question was, ever tried a cigarette? And these are for ninth graders, 14 and 15-year-olds. This is going back to 1991, where... 72%. Uh, not bad. 65%. It got to as high as ever tried a cigarette in 1998. 
to about 68%. Oh, that was when Camel was really pushing Joe Cool. The numbers now are sitting right around 21% for ever tried a cigarette. They've done a really good job of making it not as cool to smoke cigarettes. Definitely. As a society over the last 25 years, we've made it where you are the leper. Like, if there's a bar that allows smoking, that place is like the, oh, that must be the biker bar. Yep. That's that's just kind of how it's gone. Ever drank alcohol? 72% 1991. It got to as high in 2001 as 74, 75%. That was my class. It's now down to about 48%. What? That have never had a sip of alcohol? That have ever drank alcohol. Oh, they're going to be screwed up when they get to college. Now, the next thing is watch television three hours per day. That was sitting in 1999 at 51%. It's different viewing. Now it sits about 20%. Yeah, now it's iPads and Yeah, you watch your own programming, how fast you can do it. But the one thing that has exploded since 2003. Masturbation. Played video games or used a computer three hours per day. It is now, it went from, at the time, 26% to now 48%. That has gone up. Damn. It's the amount of, of gaming and all the things you can do on a computer has... You can you can view whatever you want, but it's all changed. It's like what you said. They don't look at watching a series or anything on YouTube as I'm watching television. Do I sound like the old man when I say, you know what, get off the computer and go smoke a cigarette or or go get drunk? It, do I sound like the old? Do I sound like our parents? Like, hey, go outside for a little bit, get some fresh air, go throw the ball with your friends. I do, do I sound to, like that? I do have to tell my daughter from time to time, my oldest daughter, hey, pad break. And at that point, it's let's go do volleyball, let's go hit the pool, let's do things like that. I don't say, hey, um, pad break, let's get out the pack of cools. <laughs> let's get high together. Let's go get the menthols out. Let's see how this plays out. But, but, but it's the same concept. It's This is now the gaming and the pad and all that stuff is the new version of what television was for us. But there's a whole part of your high school experience and, and to some extent your college experience that's all experimental. Whether it's with other dudes or drugs or alcohol, it's only sp- one, only one person here has ever kissed another man, and it's not me. Do I? No, I'm gonna move on. Okay. I'm not gonna explain it. <laughs> you figure it out. It's like the Otis Mound story. But there there is some experimenting you're supposed to do. Otherwise, we always talk about the girl that goes crazy her freshman year in college because yeah. she's never done a damn thing, and she winds up. Right, doing yeah. all the things that you probably yeah. wouldn't want to. Yeah. I, I'm right there with you. I want like, don't you want your daughters? And I, I don't want to talk about your daughters in like a joking no, manner or no, disrespectful manner. But let, don't you want your daughters to try something so they're not that girl? Let's talk about my wife, of all things. No, her dad made it a point when they were living in Germany. I want you to have some beers with me, and it was just because his bit was, listen, I was a he was a fraternity guy at Virginia Tech. He's like, this is what's how it's going to be. This is how it's going to be when you go to the University of Georgia. I need to get your tolerance up, and I need to make <laughs> yes. it to where, to where the first time you have a beer, it's not my clothes are coming off, and I'm going crazy. I'm blackout. And, and right. Yeah. And, so, and so my wife was, uh, at, by the way, after you've been drinking German beer for the better part of a year. Oh, yeah. That's and, not and, this 4% And shit. somebody pulls out like, all right, here's just the regular 3 4% stuff. She was like, yeah, all right, that's cool. <laughs> but that that's kind of the... The uh, the way I look at tr- trying to raise your kid to to not freak out when that sort of stuff happens. It's not going to be this. Oh, it was so such a mystery in my house, and oh, it could it was it was taboo, and we could never talk about it or do. 
Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it, that, it's, that's why when you go to college and you're on your own, you're not like, yeah, it's no big deal. I just don't want to be the old guy sound, sounding like the old guy saying, hey, get outside, do some of these things. Because that's what my parents did. And sometimes you get tired of that and you lose touch. But there's something to be gained by getting outside or getting high or experimenting with different things. I just, again, it just takes the the mystery out of it to where it's it's not a weird deal. It's not like, hey, I did this in college because I was away from my parents and woo, look what I was able to do. It's, yeah, I, I I've done that before. It's no big deal. Um, you know what? I'm going to go and take care of what I need to take care of and make sure I make my grade so that I get to stay up here and do this for four years. Like that's That should be the goal. That's always should be the goal. You have a lot more fun as long as you mix in some responsibility with your fun, and that's that's what I want them to know. My friend thought he was gay, and so I let him kiss me to see if it did anything for him. So let's talk about my anus. Uh, <laughs> that's a perfect segue. So I have an issue, and I don't want to get into too many graphic standpoints of this, but I'll just say that for, I think that in the last uh, two or three months, I've still been eating vegan because I had the bad uh, cholesterol thing going on and that, that took away all of that. And so that's been going really well. Yeah, but you gained something from it, didn't you? um, It's like superpowers. Um, (laughs) Like I, my, my, my running times are all faster. My lifts are all better. I'm like, wow, okay, this really does work. That's that's kind of cool. What could be the negative? I could possibly have abs by summer if I don't watch out. This is going to be really neat. And then the problem ends up being in what they they tell you in all the websites until you believe it. You got to poo a lot. Like that that's that's <laughs> the other end of it. You poo a lot. That is the other end of you it. You know yes. that I pretty I'm pretty consistent. <laughs> I'm even more consistent now. It's like I eat something, I even show you I'm like, "Look, I'm having this plant-based burrito." And you'll have a bite and you're like, "Oh, like did I I bought you a plant-based burger the other day." An impossible burger, yeah. And you liked it. It was fine. It was fine. Yeah. Then that thing goes shooting out of me like a <laughs> rocket to the stars. Like, "Oh my god, I got to go right now." Well, the trade-off has been I had to go a lot the other day, and I have what they're referring to as, what did you call it? You said it correctly, an, a fissure. An anal fissure. And it's not comfortable. <laughs> it's really not. Um, it's, I'm glad we can talk about this, though. I'm glad you're open enough to talk about it, this. It's a disease that I'm, a lot it, of people deal with, Lowe's. It's not a disease. It's more and, of a malady. And, and we're going to get through this together. And is it obvious when I'm walking around the <laughs> office when I've used the restroom and I'm, I'm basically one foot in front of the other, like I've had a second vasectomy? Like, like, oh, look, why is he so gimpy right now? Yes, because it takes like <laughs> three or four minutes until my butt stops feeling like it's on fire. You were laying down on I the floor I laid down on today. the floor for a couple minutes. Caitlin, the social media director, comes in, and the first thing you say is, do not film me right She starts, now. like, like just a normal reaction. She starts pulling out her phone, and I go, don't film me, and you go, do not film him right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, why? You don't need to know You don't need to know, on. and then you decided to show her on your computer but what's going it on. It was a medical thing that I was showing her. I felt like... Sweet, she, sweet Caitlin does not... There's a lot of things she hasn't been exposed to, and she so was you... That girl in college that we were just talking about. Right, and so you decided to destroy her virgin eyes and show her, and her virgin eyes, as they've both been messing <laughs> with you. I never understand virgin or version. Uh, yeah, show her what that looks like uh, on Google Images. So, yeah, it, it hasn't been comfortable. Is there an ointment you can put on it? They is say to take a... these baths, they, some oh, sort of silk bath. baths and stuff like that. Your whole lifestyle is changing because of your plants. Man, now you're taking baths. It's, uh, it's uncomfortable. So if you have any tips out there, like if you would like to share, preferably in public, uh, on, on direct... On, a, on on Twitter. Like, if you want to direct message me, that's fine. But I'd rather just be like, yeah, my butt hurt too. Tell me what you did. And send photos. Yeah. Any kind of tips. 
this is what I did because it, it it is uncomfortable. I don't. So, are you taking baths uh, with salt, like Epsom salt, to d- heal dude, it this, up? Do you put ju- a bandaid on this? This just thing? started yesterday. Oh boy, this okay. started yesterday, and it was not comfortable. I can uh, tell. Driving home, and then all day today, for the first time in well, I don't know, probably since I stopped like pitching in college, I like opened up a bottle of ibuprofen and was like. Four is good. Maybe we'll do eight. Yeah, it's it's been a if it's been uncomfortable. If there's like a powder or an ointment or something you can put on it, would, anything would, I I would put whatever I have. Would to. you have your wife put it on? Because no, it's probably I, in a place she can't reach. No. Are you comfortable with her? She did ask me like, so where is it? And I just go, oh, it's here. And she goes, oh yeah, that's on you. <laughs> so yeah, um, that's what I'm dealing with. So if you see me on the street, just G- know right give now, give a you, pat on the butt. You, that's what you walk up. You just pat him right on the rear. You know that one time you messed up with that, and he does listen to the podcast. And if you would like to apologize to our sweet Ace, you can do that right that's now. That's not even the worst thing I did to Ace, by the way. No, but that was the worst thing you ever did to Ace. And Ace is a sweet dude who was looking up to you, and you you got excited <laughs> and you slapped him on the butt, not realizing that he's got an issue there, and it dropped him to the floor. <laughs> And I think the part that still makes me go like, oh my God, was you went, he goes, oh, why, <laughs> why would you do that? Why? So apologize to Ace that you did that, that you just got excited and you didn't know. So and don't do that to me either because I might <laughs> I might go right on your hand. All right, coming up next, we will uh, we'll talk about the, uh, the start of Buck and Chuck and that wing of the audio fun bag. It's now time for a classic audio fun bag moment. Brought to you by Brian Hoyt and Carlos Medina. Looks like the sun is coming up, Chuck. Shades on in Dark Club. John Kincaid of Buck and Kincaid. This has happened to everyone at the station. This one, for some reason, he messed up his tease a little bit. All right, coming up, Buck hates quarterback rankings. But Rat Mayan. What? <laughs> let's try this again. Three, two, two one. one. Uh, Buck hates quarterback rankings. But Matt Ryan, <laughs> not Rat Mayan, will like this one. It's Buck and Kincaid on the phone. <laughs> Welcome back. Segment three, chapter one of the Audio Fun Bag podcast with Lois and Hoyt. Going to have some sponsors on this thing very soon. I'm very I don't excited. believe you. We're not going to sell out like that, are we? Actually, the, the response has been, how can we attach our businesses to what you guys are doing? And we said, hold up. You got to think about this long and hard. And unfortunately, there's still some brave souls, but we're not that offensive. Los, I don't sell out to the man. It's like some people only do things for money. And that's just really sad. That's just really sad. Drink my. Do you ever roll cigarettes? No. Why would you? Would I ever roll cigarettes? I, I used to roll cigarettes. Sometimes I would just roll cigarettes. I, I went through a, a phase where I rolled cigarettes in California because times are tough. You get taxed on a lot of stuff out there. You know, you're in high school, and so I would roll my own cigarettes because they were a lot cheaper. And so I'd carry around a bag with me and just rolling papers and. It was kind of annoying to sit there and roll up. Like now, I'll pay the extra dollar fifty for the convenience of having them, you know, have a filter on them and be pre-rolled and things like that. But you've uh, you've grown clearly. I, I really have. <laughs> I also went through a cigar or not a cigar phase, a pipe phase. Oh, you had like the the funny pipe that you would roll around for with. For some reason, in college, for a summer, there were like six of us, and we went to a tobacco shop, like one of those cigar shops, and we all bought pipes. And we thought it'd be cool to smoke them. It's not. No. And it's, it's a not. really pungent smell. Yeah. <laughs> Reminded me of my great uncle who he died in an apartment fire because he left his cigar or his 
his <laughs> I keep calling it a cigar. He left his pipe on his newspapers and well, shout out to Uncle who Uncle Lou. Uncle Lou. Uh, rest in peace, Uncle Lou. You made the podcast. So He'd be so proud, right? This is the portion of the fun bag where we're going to review. What's a podcast? The very first time that we actually realized we have a Buck and Chuck wing in the audio fun bag. God, do we? It's no longer a wing, dude. It's an entire, like, what is, what is it the presidents have? They have their own little area. Yeah, like you have the Oval Office and you have the West Wing. No, this is an entire White House of just, between that and stakes, who's is bigger? Who's has more square footage? Probably steak, but the more iconic ones belong to Buck and Chuck. For instance, it started with, and, and you'll hear it when we play this, it's going to start with the, um, the what's it called story, uh, Otis There's Mound story. so many, okay. And so that was the first time when, when gonna, Buck basically blew it off. Well, <laughs> I was going to be like, which one? Frosted Orange, Otis Mound, Sun's Coming Up? Which one could it be, Lowe's? Well, then we realized in this, and this is the first time we ever did an audio fun bag, we had... The Rohan, uh, Rohan Marley story. God, did we. We also had the... The Tommy Tuberville Rohan Marley story? I got a biscuit for you, Chuck. And oh. there's one of... Like, all of them were all in this <laughs> one series that we just went, man, we got to start a whole new wing since they were doing that show. Now, the, the fun part about this entire thing... I found gold! You're producing the program. Boy. Matt and, nice. Matt and I are listening to the program. So we're all firing text messages at one another. <laughs> Chuck is texting us going... Am I supposed to step in there? <laughs> there? There was a moment where, I love you, Buck, but I'm sorry. There was a moment where Buck stopped talking and Chuck didn't know, like, did he turn off? Do I need to restart, Buck? So Chuck texts me. He does. He texts it's in the audio. Me. He's going to oh, say he, yes. He texts me. Do I talk? I respond to Chuck. I don't know. Buck still hasn't talked and we both have texted each other. So here is that portion of the audio fun bag where we established a Buck and Chuck wing because the show was so much fun. I want to introduce you guys to the brand new section. You know, we do have the Steak Shapiro wing. We now have the Buck and Chuck wing. No, uh, right, right by chops. <laughs> Every Saturday morning, three hours of college football analysis. This is fascinating because you can't have two sharper college football minds that have more awkward chemistry than these two. It is think, so incredibly I, amazing. I'm pretty sure Seth listens to me and Buck because we are football experts. Yes. And you give analysis like this on Saturday morning. Yeah, if, if, if Auburn needed you right now, you got that phone call, you'd be ready to roll now. Do you know the story of Otis Mounds? <laughs> Mounds? Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you, you're going to have to catch me up during the break here. We've got the first hour in the books. So that's the classic, the Otis Mound section, right? right? Okay. Well, we now have a new one where, once again, as they're getting near a break, Chuck tries to do one of his, hey, I got a quick story for you, and it doesn't work out. Oh, this is on me? And it doesn't work out well. Great to have the uh, the gang, the staff here at 680, all over the footprint of this college football today show. Home team brand elite breaking down the Panthers' action and we're relying on stake to give us that insight into the two-lane program. Have I ever told you the Tommy Tuberville, Rohan Marley story? How long is it? <laughs> oh, I catch you up during the break about Rohan Marley. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. Uh, I got a biscuit for you here, too. Oh. It's a college football today show here on 680 The Fan. It's the 
pauses that are so <laughs> wonderful. the greatest answer in the history of the station right there. Here, here is the part that oh. you didn't play. Oh. I was talking about Tulane and their defense oh. against Georgia Tech. You know who Tulane's leading tackler no, is? No, I don't. You don't know who Tulane's no, leading tackler is? No, I don't. Is? No. Nico Marley. Okay. Grandson uh-huh. of Bob Marley. But, you know, Buck's trying to run a show and realizes there's no such thing as a quick story with you. I thought he was kind of opening the door for a little Tulane analysis. Never. That door is slammed shut and it's bolted. Here's your problem. Well, it's not like I was going obscure Tulane <laughs> oh, football yeah. player. I was talking about the leading tackler. Here's <laughs> at Tulane. Here's, where, here's your problem. You ever hear like uh, in a baseball game when when somebody asks a question or tries to get into a discussion with two outs in the inning? That's a no-no. You should look at the clock. And I know you don't study these things. When we have about a minute to go in a segment, you say something like, can I tell you a quick story? That's usually a, a bad idea. All right, look, you want to make fun of the new guy? That's fine. <laughs> All right, I'm still learning. Buck's answer was the greatest I've ever heard. Let's hear it again. It's so oh. awesome. And just, and again, sit well, back. He because, opened this door. Because then it gets so <laughs> incredibly awkward between the two of them. Great to have the uh, the gang, the staff here at 6A, all over the footprint of this college football today show. Home team brand in the league, breaking down the Panthers' action, and we're relying on Stake to give us that insight into the two-lane program. Have I ever told you the Tommy Tuberville, Rohan Marley story? How long is it? <laughs> wow, Buck. <laughs> i catch you up during the break about Rohan Marley. Oh, that'd be awesome, man. Is this funny to you? Uh, I got a biscuit for you here, too. <laughs> oh. The College Football Today Show here on 680 The Fan. I like how Buck was trying to take the edge off, though. He had a biscuit for you. But I, got a uh, biscuit. I got a biscuit for you here, too. Oh. <laughs> What's that noise at the end? All right, so you not only oh, get that, but one of my other favorite things that we've been getting in this program are oh. the really fun pauses <laughs> that are part of it. Talking about Ezekiel Elliott getting the ball for the Buckeyes. Grown men on that Hokies defense, though. I, 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 have, I would not be shocked at all. I think this is a coin flip game, Buck. No kidding. Wow. Absolutely. All right. Can't wait to see it. <laughs> <laughs> did, did Buck have, like, a little stroke or something right there? What happened? Did he just stop talking? I, Can't I, wait I to see know. it. But I learned after last year. <laughs> did you guys just Don't meet? try to cut off the pause there. You just kind of let it work itself out. Uh, I got like a biscuit a, for you here, too. Oh. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's sort of like a blood clot. You just kind of you know, work itself through. So we have, we have very fun pauses. We have non-sequitur stories that, that you have Buck basically slap into no. the third row. <laughs> no, it, it had something to do with Tulane's defense. You're it, so right. You're, you're so right, Carlos. He was, that was Dikembe wagging a finger at Chuck as he tried to get the ball up at the rim. And then you get these awesome layouts between them. Check a look at this one. Wings that they feature also. Oh, awesome. Yeah, hey, and here's the cut rate. It's just sort of, hey, we got these here for cheap. $5 draft beer, $5 off uh, beer towers, all the football action at Atlanta's newest sports bar in the heart of downtown, the Atlanta Braves All-Star Grill. Let's talk a little Georgia, South Carolina. We're going to be doing that a lot. Could you not jump in and help your partner out right there? You finished a read. Maybe you have something, a nugget ready. Maybe you have a little something right there. All right. Buck's been doing this Saturday morning show for this is the 15th season. He's been oh. doing it. Last year was the first time I've ever done a show ever with Buck Baloo. And on a weekly basis, every Saturday morning, I would 
slam my thumb with that verbal hammer, and I learned after last year, you know what? Just step back. I know, but that's, you're going in with a, with a negative attitude towards his ability to interact with you, and I don't like that. Well, it's not, a, it's not a negative attitude. What if we installed a buzzer to the studio that when one of you starts talking, we hit it? it like, a, like a chess match after you make your move and you hit the uh, timer? Next guy jumps in. Do you know the story of Otis Mounds? <laughs> Buzz! <laughs> and then Buck jumps in. <laughs> and then you're like, I got this Rohan Marley anecdote. Buzz! And he How jumps long in. is it? <laughs> and your final piece of audio oh. from the uh, audio fun bag today featuring <sighs> Buck and Chuck. No, there's not more. <laughs> <laughs> Chuck decided, and I, I get it, he's trying to be a good teammate. He wanted to bring up a particular aspect of Georgia in their running game and how they would look to run on anybody. But he decided he was going to pose this kind of as a question to Buck, and it just didn't work out. Give me any opponent on the rest of Georgia's schedule that is a lot more of a challenge than Louisiana Monroe and Vanderbilt. You pick one, any of them. Yeah, I've already forgotten about Louisiana Monroe. Yeah, g- g- give me an opponent going down the road that's tougher than that. Uh, the Shorter Owls. <laughs> on Georgia's schedule. Uh, Kentucky. They run the ball that much against Kentucky, too. Do <sighs> you guys rehearse this, or is that just, I mean, is that natural the way it sounds? It just sounds oh. like, God. <laughs> Hand in a glove, like pages in a letter. Oh, I mean, sometimes, you know, I was asked. We go together so well. I was asked about chemistry. How do you define chemistry? That wasn't it. <laughs> I, mean, I, just, I, I got to listen to three hours of this show now. Here, here is the oh. pitch to me if we get in the DeLorean and we go back to last August. Hey, Chuck, oh. want to talk college football for three hours on Saturday? Hell yeah. How long Great. is it? Be, be here at 7 a.m. I was like, I can do this. Right. I can do this. So what, what happened between then and now? Uh, between then and now, Carlos has realized that instead of listening to all the other shows all week, <laughs> Carlos just got, like, how many other hours are there? 6 a.m. to 3, so that's, what, 9 times 5. Instead of 45 hours, it's an important Carlos listen. realizes, I get all this done in three hours. Who's the producer of that show? Uh, it'd be Brian Hoyt. Boom. Ding, 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 ding. Well, hang on. So, I'm so going to so wrap that out. Carlos doesn't even have to listen for the three hours. Wait, 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 wrap me out about what? My phone goes off the entire show. It's either you texting me or Chuck texting me or Carlos texting me. Everybody's texting me during the show. I'm like, I'm here. I know what's going oh, on. I, I text you because I'm like, oh, can you mark that because I want to use that for my you, show? You want me to open the curtains on this and really let you see what's going on behind the no, scenes? you've said enough. No. Stop. No. Hand to the Lord. Oh, Hand to the Lord. No. The How long week is it? We, <laughs> The first week we did this this season, I uh, was at three Saturdays ago. We're out at Lake Lanier, and there was a pause so long that I texted Hoyt, am I supposed to jump in here? And he got the text and then wrote back, now. I did that for 10 years. I love him. This is going to get back to Buck. I know. I'm not trashing. I Okay. It was the best 10 years of your Saturday life. <laughs> no, I hate working on Saturdays. You're but. the only person I know that actually went to management and you said, I would like a raise and I would like to work less. What do you mean you want to work less? I don't want to work Saturdays anymore. David, David goes, he goes, let me get this straight. You want more money and you want to work less? And I just go, shit, it sounded that way. It sounded like that coming out of my mouth too. But it's here's the weird thing. Yes, there are those Buck and Chuck moments. 
there are also no two guys that I want to hear on my Saturday morning. Like college football, you, let's do it. Love you, Steve West. Love you, Chip Towers. Love you, Matt Stinchcomb. I'm going to have been on there. Those two guys, when they actually talked X's and O's, and it's not for everybody. There is a a certain niche to it that they will get in depth on you. Be in that room, there are not two people in this city, let alone in this region, that know as much as those two. Do you know the show? And it only airs ESPN at like six or seven in the morning. The, Fine bomb. Well, it's Edge NFL matchup. Yes. Okay, that Loved is for it. hardcore NFL fans yep. because it's such a breakdown of stuff. That's what I'm getting starting at 7 a.m. It's not just, hey, I like this team. I think they're going to win. Oh, so-and-so's uh, back. But but it's so much deeper than that. And that's why I always, I always respected that show from that standpoint. The fact that it gave me comedy as well was what is why I was there. You, me, and home team do a Saturday show, and we talk college football. But we also screw around, and we we go in-depth, I'd like to think at least, to some extent. A but little, yeah. What, a little those, what those two guys can do, it's not for everybody, but I am obsessed with Hell, I steal half of my stuff to know these names, and the fact that they know all these names and all these positions of not Clemson, Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama, you name any school, Southern Miss, this and that, and those guys just roll with it. I, I, loved, I loved working on that show, but there were also those moments where I... I was like, please don't say I'm the producer. That's going to do it for us, but I'm going to allow you to take us out because you are the person, you've been trying to kind of come up with like your catchphrase, like the way we end this thing. So I'm just going to take a step back and listen to me, take steps back. I'm not not even going to take it. And you end the show. So that's the 11th? Damn it, I'm on my own now. That's season one, episode 11. Hope your butt gets better, Los. Shiny happy people, see. Shiny happy people. I don't even listen to REM. All right, so what should my tagline be? Wolfman out. Go dogs, go SEC, and rise above hate. Lois, I'm still kind of working these out. I'm not sure exactly what I want to roll with yet. Peace, bitches. Nah, that doesn't work.